What's good? You're listening to Wasted Radio. My name is Matt. And today I have a bit of a show update for you about Wasted Radio. So there's going to be no music on the show today. That's okay. If you want to listen to me talk, hi, it's been a while. Um, Haven't been on since August, I think August 21st of 2021. I'd have to look to double check that here. It's August 8th of 2021 was the last time we did the the watcher episode part one uh featuring andy ward and andy he you don't know it yet buddy but you're coming back and uh so anyway basically i kind of wanted to do a little recap of what i did with the show where i was at where my mind was at what i wanted to build and and then kind of walk you into where this show is going in the future because the show's not going anywhere the show's going to be here And it's going to be slightly different. It's not going to be the same exact show. I want to kind of expand on the idea that I started out with, but we'll get there. We'll get there. So um, first of all, March of 2021, we're a year into COVID and, you know, like there's not as much going on, whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, I have a few passions. I like to collect records. I like to, well, I've always had a passion for like old school radio and I've always wanted to make a radio show. And besides the Maxwell tapes that I had as a kid that were in my boombox, I didn't really ever pursue that, which I mean, like in hindsight, man, like I should have, I wish I had. And that's just like one of those things that I never really did. So um, you put the two together and I kind of came up with this idea to do an old school radio show and you know, uh, hardcore has always been uh, a music that I have like a love-hate relationship with. I've been in hardcore bands. I've played hardcore. I've gone to a million hardcore shows. And I have a very deep uh, love for the sport of hardcore in my heart. And um, aside from that, you know, I, I thought putting these ideas together and whatever, um, maybe I can make something unique, something cool. And behind all of it, what I wanted the function of the show to be was a promotional tool to help indie labels and indie bands um, get exposure and sell records. Because, you know, and I've said this on the show a few times, and and I kind of get a little um, tinfoil hatty with this idea, but I I don't care. I think that it's a perfectly valid idea. Um, I, I just... I believe that we are in a time where music distribution is largely controlled by corporate entities. That's a fact. And I believe that the days are numbered for, you know, uh, hardcore bands and bands like that, you know, punk bands, metal bands, whatever, that aren't signed to labels that profit the machine. And when you have smaller bands that are, um, you know, putting their music on iTunes and Spotify and this and that, and, you know, no, no hate on iTunes and Spotify. This show is on iTunes, but like, you know, you're taking up server space on, uh, iTunes and really, I don't think it's that crazy of an idea to say that someday those guys might decide, Hey, we're not really making money off of you. We're actually doing you a favor. So since you're not signed to these big labels or whatever, we're yanking your music off. You can't be here anymore. I don't think that it's that wild of an idea to say that 
you know, uh, Apple's going to start gatekeeping or Spotify's going to start gatekeeping. I just don't, I don't foresee that. Or like, if you're not on a certain playlist or you're not hooked up with a certain company, you're not doing business with these people, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're in corporate business. So the, the idea of their business model entirely is to bring up their bottom line. And if you're not contributing to that, then you're kind of dead weight. And I think that we're kind of in a grace period right now where we have these new streaming platforms. They're new, they're innovative, they're exciting, and people like them and people are using them. And all these bands want to be on it. And like hardcore music is being distributed at a level that it's never seen before in its history since, you know, the late 70s, early 80s, the arguably the inception of hardcore came about. There was no distribution on this level that we're seeing now. So in 40 plus years of this music being out and about into the world, more people have access to it now than ever. So it stands to reason that the distributors of that music are eventually going to want a bigger cut of what they're doing. And the bottom line is, you know, if you're not getting that many plays, you're not very big or whatever. I just think that it makes sense. I think that eventually the reaping is going to come and they're going to cut out a lot of these bands that are on here. Um, that might not never happen. I might be completely full of shit. But the point that I'm trying to make is I believe that your average hardcore fan should be buying physical copies Um CDs, records, whatever, because, you know, in the event that that does happen, in the event that these platforms, you know, get taken away and you no longer have access to this music, you know, you're going to wish you did. You know, I, I have records. Nobody can take those from me. And I'm, I don't know. I don't have the biggest record collection. I've got a pretty decent sized record collection. I'm proud of it, but you know, if I want to put that music on, I don't have to go through any third party source to do that. I bought it nine times out of 10 directly from the band. And that's really the best part when you have cash in hand and you hand it to the band and there's really no middleman. That's the best thing that you can do in my opinion, um, to support your scene because not only are they making money and it's like gas in the tank or it's something that they can use, um, to buy more merch or, you know, uh, I, I mean, I don't care if bands are making money off of their band for fuck's sake. I think they should. It's 2022 now, like bands, if you have a good band and enough people are buying your stuff and you're able to quit your job and do that full time, like, fuck yeah, I, I completely support that. But that doesn't happen unless you're going out, um, and selling things and the fans are actually buying them. So the point that I'm trying to make is that I wanted the show to be more of a promotional tool to kind of bring back that idea of the old school um, radio show where we're spinning vinyl live on the air. And I want you to buy the vinyl because I want you to support the band. I want you to support the label. And without you, literally without you, this infrastructure, this underground scene doesn't exist. So... There it is. Wasted Radio. That's what I did. 20 episodes. I'm very proud of those episodes. I got to work with some people who I really look up to. Um, you know, Todd Mackey from With Honor was like wrote some of my favorite lyrics ever. He wrote songs that like, 
you know, reached me on an incredibly deep record. And to be able to sit down, even though it was over uh, a webcam, to be able to sit down and talk to him about that. And I've made a friend in the process. You know, that's a beautiful thing. That's what this is all about. Steel Nation, one of my favorite bands ever. I grew up listening to them. And uh, every thing in hardcore that I've ever written is absolutely inspired by what those guys do. Mutually assured destruction. Come on. Ace was like the nicest guy ever. And they have this amazing band that, and he's so active and hardcore too. Um, you know, concrete, uh, purgatory was an insane episode. I got, uh, friendly with, uh, upstate records, which is like one of the best labels in hardcore right now still. And that was like, I don't know what that was may. So shit, that was like seven months ago. Damn. But anyway, uh, Spirit World. I got to do an episode with Stu from Folsom. Folsom was like my favorite band when I was 15, 16 years old. There was no better hardcore band to me than that band. Be able to sit down and talk to him about that was just like awesome. You know, and then aside from that, I have my wife. I had a couple of my friends. I'm going to have more of my friends on. We're going to talk about music and a multitude of other things. And, and that is to come. So I'll be talking about that soon. But what I want to say is, you know, these little goals that you set for yourself are completely achievable. And even if you're not out there promoting or being the next big thing or doing something huge or whatever, somebody might like it. That's great. But do it for you. Do it because it's something that you want to do. That's what I set out to do. And I accomplished that. And I'm very proud of it. And like I said, I'm going to keep doing it just in a little bit different of a way. So um, during the same time that I was doing Wasted Radio, I was also doing a show called Aliens Don't Exist. And I was doing that with my friend Rob, who was a DJ. I actually met him um, through a class that he was hosting. He does like public speaking events and stuff like that. But, um, you know, he was hosting a uh, podcast class and I took the class and I hit it off with him. He's a really great guy. Uh, he's actually my next door neighbor now that just, you know, I'll get to that later, but, um, and he, he's kind of like kooky conspiracy minded. Like I am like not, maybe not like as bad as I am, but you know, he presents an interesting, uh, conversation with these kinds of topics. He doesn't just go, Oh, that's, you know, dumb or whatever and shut you down. Like he'll talk to you. He'll make fun of you while he's talking to you about them, but you know, like that, that I guess is kind of part of his charm. And, uh, we linked up with my old astronomy teacher who is like a whiz kid, uh, basically about the topic of aliens. He's, um, you know, a, a UFO researcher. He's an astronomy teacher. He's extremely knowledgeable about all this stuff. He's very active with, uh, MUFON, which is a UFO organization. Um, his name's Jim Krug. I'd love to have him on this show at some point and uh, talk about all this. But anyway, so we were doing this show and we were talking about, you know, whatever uh, aliens like Jim would come on. He would do a segment and he would tell a story. And basically, Rob and I would spend the rest of the show talking about it and, and deciding whether or not we thought it was true. And that was kind of like the premise of the show, like aliens don't exist. Uh, that's where we started from. And then he would tell uh, a little anecdote and we would basically come in, discuss it. And at the end of the show, we would decide whether or not we believed him. So I don't think that we were knowledgeable enough on the topic. I, I, I think that I came into that with a little bit of arrogance thinking like, 
you know, I don't know. I mean, I know a lot about like conspiracy stuff and, and stuff like that. But when you get into one singular topic that has a whole array of experts and like you're you're talking about a guy who speaks about this stuff publicly and researches it, you know, I would say professionally um, and he does he coordinates investigations into these things and, and whatnot and and. Then you have me and Rob who are <laughs> like goofballs, like complete goofballs and don't really know, you know, our ass from a hole in the ground when it comes to that topic. And and like, like I said, I said, I, I think that maybe I had a touch of arrogance thinking that I knew enough about that topic to talk about it. And then uh, we did this like six episode kind of trial run and it became evident to me that I needed to be more knowledgeable about this topic to host a full show about it. And I think Jim was disappointed um, when I canned the idea and, you know, Rob was like, ah, well, we'll do something else, you know, and we will. But um, I needed to meditate on that for a little bit because I know that that is a huge topic that is to come in the world uh, of pop culture. And I don't know if I knew enough about it to just sit in uh, a podcast with another guy and discuss it in an entertaining fashion because you have to be entertaining. You can't just, you know, go on and spit bullshit for 45 minutes and, you know, talk like your average Joe that you're going to talk to about this topic. Like people want uh, some sort of, like you don't have to be an expert, but people want some sort of kind of like enlightened take on it. That's what makes it entertaining. And then like you throw in, uh, a little bit of comedy here and there or whatever, and boom, you have a good show. But if, if you don't have these integral parts of it and we didn't, um, then that's, you know, kind of what it comes out to. So it all shows up. Uh, so anyway, we canned that idea. I kept doing wasted radio and wasted radio was, uh, just kind of like another meditation of mine. Like it was my Sunday routine. I would get up and probably spend like three or four hours, um, recording, the show and then I would do uh record the songs uh sometimes I would even record them live which was really difficult but I learned how to do it and you know pretty cool um all of this is to say that you know I really really enjoyed what I was doing and I enjoyed the trajectory that I was on but I felt that something wasn't exactly right um, I kind of put myself in a box with Wasted Radio. Um, I have these other ideas for podcasts that I wanted to do. And I I mean, some people that might be listening to this um, may know about some of these ideas because I've reached out to you and said, hey, we should do a show about this. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. I'm doing this one show and it doesn't exactly vibe with what I'm talking about on that show. I don't know if I should do this or that, you know, whatever. I kind of put myself in this box and and said like, hey, Maybe, um, maybe I don't need to reach out. Maybe I can just stick with hardcore thing and whatever. But, you know, after thinking about it for a long time, the conclusion I came to is like, this is my show. Um, I've got a bookshelf full of really interesting shit. I have a lot of really cool contacts that are all over the place in, in different communities and, you know, that... I think would make for interesting talks. Why does wasted radio just have to be limited to one thing? And what, I mean, what's stopping me from doing a hardcore episode? Absolutely nothing. And I want to interview bands. 
and I want to interview and I want to do music shows and I want to have um, my friends from the hardcore scene on. And I have some pretty cool ideas that I'm going to be running by people in the coming weeks and, and stuff like that. But ultimately what it comes down to is, you know, I don't I don't have to adhere to one thing. So I'm not going to, you know, um, I like talking about uh, politics and current events and pop culture and, you know, different lifestyles and survival um, crypto is something that in the past few years, you know, like I've actually made some money on crypto. So I think I might have something interesting to say about that. And I know a lot of people from, uh, the crypto scene, the NFT scene that might be willing to come on here and discuss those. So those are, those are things that, you know, I'm interested in, in talking about, and I think it would make for a really good show, uh, conspiracy stuff. I know a lot of people from the conspiracy community just because, you know, I like clowning around with them. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like a, a 100% bite it kind of guy, but I don't understand why a lot of those topics can't be discussed. Um, uh, with a lot of the conspiracy type topics, like people immediately wa- wash you away. They're like, no, no, don't want to hear it. Don't want to like, well, fuck you then. You know, you don't have to listen to that episode, but you know, if you can't discuss things, if you can't, um, talk about things. Like if, if that's where you're at, I feel bad for you because like there's no point in putting yourself in a box. And that's kind of the self-realization process that I've struggled with my entire life and that I'm still working towards. But as I get older and my priorities change and, and, you know, I kind of figure out more about who I am and, and what I like and, you know, kind of diving into the things that I like shamelessly, uh, that really is what I think manhood is about. And that that's what I think adulthood is about is, you know, coming into your own, being comfortable with who you are and, you know, being able to discuss the things that interest you. And that's completely fine. You know, um, I have spent, uh, well, you know, I, I guess I'll just move into the next part here. You know, we, uh, bought a house in September. It was like we were looking at the house in August and that's when we got really busy because I remember we did that show. Um, the day that I did the show with Andy, I fell and cut myself on some rusty metal and I had to go get a tetanus shot. And I remember after that, it was like very shortly after that, uh, we were looking at houses and we found a house that we really, really liked and we ended up buying it. And you know, just to go back into the show topics for a second, you know, we spent, my wife and I spent six weeks on repairs, uh, for this house. It's a bit of a fixer upper. And, you know, we have a lot of funny stories and we have a lot of learned experience that would make, you know, for interesting topics of discussion, you know, things that a year ago I probably couldn't have talked about, but now I can. And, you know, why not? Why, why not? Um, So as I've been trying to get into a routine, which has been extremely difficult because you have work and, you know, we moved in and then we had immediately had uh, the holiday season. So we had Halloween, then we have Thanksgiving and then we have Christmas, which lasts three fucking weeks and all of this stuff coming together. Plus, you know, our son was in a play and we have sports going on and my wife's uh, work schedule gets a little bit more hectic. My work schedule gets a little bit more hectic and we have, you know, the, the time to podcast just kind of diminished and, and it really wasn't that high up on the priority list anyway, 
because the podcast that I was doing was like so involved. I have to have the record player and I have to have selections and I have to have like this certain amount of time. And looking back on it, honestly, man, it's like kind of crazy to think that I didn't have like three or four hours to myself to sit down at one time and do this. Maybe I did like here and there, but it probably just spent that time just like, I don't know exhausted <laughs> from all this shit. So, um, you know, like I've gotten back into a bit of a routine here. Um, I've got the home studio set up. I've got my guitar amp set up. All my records are out. I've got uh, a nice new desk. I've got a really neat setup. And, uh, now that I'm into this routine, I might as well make my announcement. Uh, which is, you know, this show is going to go on and, and it's going to, uh, in the future, not immediately, hopefully immediately, that would be nice, but uh, this show is going to go on as a video and audio podcast. I've got the setup. I'm going to do uh, the show. I'm probably going to live stream it on YouTube. I'm still looking at, I'm talking to some people and I'm looking at a few different options of, you know, what is the best way to do it that uses like as little CPU power as possible. And, you know, I'm trying to do it in a way that's organized and easy for me because like, I'm not super techie. So a lot of this stuff that like your average, like influencer type person knows, um, I'm teaching myself, like I'm teaching myself, uh, OBS. Oh, I've already learned a lot of stuff like that, but like, you know, like I taught myself logic and that's how I record a lot of my music. And those are other things that, I mean, I'm, I'm open to discussing. Um, you know, I have music projects that I work on now that I've got, uh, the, the home studio set up down here in the basement, you know, there's going to be more, uh, music projects that I'm going to be working on. So, you know, that's just one more facet of, uh, interesting things that can be talked about because, you know, I, the, a passion of mine is making different kinds of music, mostly like making heavy music, not going to lie, you know, things that make your head bob, but, um, the, the process of creating demos and then like seeing a song through from the point where you write it all the way, uh, to the end where you have a finished product, uh, always makes for something interesting to discuss, you know, and I'm still willing to have guests um, that are more traditional wasted radio type guests. We have them come on and talk about a record or anything, you know, things like that. Um, but the, the entire focus isn't going to be moved away from hardcore. I really want to make that point. Like I, I'm a hardcore kid at heart. It's always going to be there. Um, one of the difficulties now that I want to talk about, and this is just fucking luck, but one of the big difficulties that I had with the show was the supply chain issues that were and are still going on in America. And it really hit the underground scene, um, considerably. And I'll give you an example. Like I ordered a gridiron record, I think back in like June or July, something like that. And I just got it a couple weeks ago. And when I got it, I was like, shit, I should get back on the stick. I should hit up gridiron and, you know, get one of them on here and see if they're willing to talk about it or whatever. And they're playing shows and shows have come back in a big way. Um, it is 
uh, the day after FYA Fest. So today is January 10th. And like there are a lot of really cool bands um, played there. A lot of really, really cool bands are playing all the time at Preserving Hardcore. And that's out towards Pittsburgh. I'm like an hour and a half from there. Um, I have been off my game as far as hardcore is concerned. And I've been on my game as far as uh, family and home repairs are, are concerned. So, you know, um, just a, a little quick gear shift there. But really what I wanted to talk about <clears throat> with the the supply chain issues that I brought up was, you know, I started doing this show recording vinyl and then all of a sudden vinyl stopped being produced. So if you're trying to do a show that is centered around new vinyl coming out and then all of a sudden the hardcore bands that are putting vinyl out uh, are waiting like six, eight, 12 months to put out a record um, and they're getting shelved for like bigger batch albums and mainstream label albums and shit like that that are coming out. It makes it really hard to stay relevant and it makes it hard to stay current. And, you know, like I love doing the, the deep dives like back in time and going through like old music that I used to be into and, and everything like that. But like, you know, really the best episodes, in my opinion, that were coming out uh, were the album promo episodes. And if you don't have the ability to do those um, because they're not being pressed, you know, it really kind of puts a damper on the show. And it's like still like, damn, that that issue is still going on. So, you know, that was just one like unlucky thing that happened. Like I start a vinyl radio show and then they stop pressing them, whatever you know, whatever. Um, so basically, um, this is what I wanted to talk about today. I just kind of wanted to get it off my chest. There are big changes coming and wasted radio still does exist. And this has been more of like a soliloquy or like a self-help session or something like that. So if you've made it this far, I really appreciate you listening because, um, this whole project has, as I said before, been a giant meditation for me. And it has helped me contribute to something that I love and something that I have a passion for. And if you uh, are a hardcore kid and you are in a hardcore band, you own a hardcore label or you put records out, you distro records, you are a journalist, you are anything like that, please hit me up. I would love to have a discussion with you. It would be even greater if we could stream it. It would be even greater if uh, some of the Altoona kids um, would hit me up too. And I'll probably be reaching out to some of you guys and discussing the history of our town because, you know, there's a lot of cool things that happened in this area. And, you know, Maybe we'll do a deep dive on that. That was in the works before, and I kind of shelved that idea because we bought a house and blah, blah, blah. You've heard the whole story now. So uh, in the future, Wasted Radio will still be here. Wasted Radio will be a little different, but it will ultimately be the same. Um, it's still going to be me. Still going to be doing my thing. And 
you know, I don't know. Maybe we can turn this into something cool. Maybe, maybe not. But <laughs> either way, um, this is my, uh, this is my basement hobby. I'm going to sit here in the cold and freeze my ass off and, uh, hopefully put something out that you guys enjoy listening to as much as I enjoy making it. So, uh, thank you for listening today and, uh, be on the lookout for some more in the future.